Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show, go on, on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm-hmm. Morning, uh, Jim. Morning. Morning, Peter. Morning, Richie. So, Lest uh, we forget. What mm. about this, then? Um, so this is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Oh. A strong beginning... Hold it, hold it. A strong beginning to the weekend. Huh? A strong beginning to the weekend. Get it? Oh, yeah. Well, I, get, I get it, but I, I don't think it's that good. Oh. <laughs> well, it's the opposite, you see. Strong and weak. Yeah. Beginning and end. And also that. it's got weak, as in weak yeah. and weak. Yeah. W-E-A, yeah. I really like it, but I, I think I'd done. rather have read it. You know, like a Chaucerian joke. I'd see, I don't know if you could read it, because if you read it, then you've said weekend, you whereas okay. I, we have the ambiguity of the audio version. Mm. There you go. Good morning. <laughs> Strong beginning, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this morning's texting, at what point in the morning does the Edge put on his hat? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Do Does we he think sleep in it, Frank? He, he might sleep in it. He might get up and think, I'll have, I'll have a wee-wee and then I'll put the hat on. He might put the hat on. Uh, it, it might be at the side of... It might be on the... Uh, what do they call it? The nightstand in America. Might, they might call it that. Yeah. Does he think... Imagine at the edge waking up saying, I'll have a wee-wee. No, yeah, but he's Irish. I wonder if... Um, I wonder if any of the readers of the show are, like, family friends and they would yeah. know because they've or done stayovers. Or live nearby. Live nearby and walk past in the morning. Yeah. Maybe walk past 11 o'clock, hasn't got the hat on yet. <laughs> yeah. What's what for the late night? What's <laughs> it like under the hat? Well, I, I don't... There'll be you two fans in now. I, I would be astonished to find he's got a, a head of lux- luxurious hair. Mm. He, but, can, he can afford to get that tended to, can I know, he? but it's, it's cheaper to get a hat. <laughs> We don't know anything is cost Here's a question. How many hats has he got? That's another good has question. Has he got a hat drawer? He's probably Has got he got a room? A hat those, you know those heads that they use for wigs? Has yes. He got, has he got a room of those? <laughs> yeah. And all the faces are fashioned like his. Yeah, all got beards. But the yeah. question... Anyway, the, 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 these are other questions for another time, but at what point in the morning, <laughs> if anyone's got any insight information, they've read a and a with The yeah. Edge, the, you know, he's done an interview in the fanzine... Hmm. <laughs> or uh, maybe they're doing a bit of building work around his house. Fanzine. Spot the Doctor Who fan. Fanzine. Well, I, I use his gardeners, they'll know. Well, you could ask them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might know. We've oh. had a text message saying one. I don't know if that's an answer to the question. One? <laughs> one. It just says one. There's no other thing to it. Just one. One in the morning? No, it mm. could be uh, he's only got one hat. I don't, oh, know, okay. what, I don't know what they're answering. He can't only have one hat. What if he lost it at customs? I mean, it must be searched at customs. Yeah. Are you allowed to just walk through in a hat? No, I don't think so. Is it a woollen hat, Frank? It is. Oh. It's a beanie, I think. <laughs> is it? That's yeah. what you'd call it. Mm. Sarah Beanie, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> wear a beanie. I call him wear a beanie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's even better than the strong beginning to the weekend. Uh, do you know what, Frank? That's growing on me. Yeah, uh, is it? I love it. I now. think that's probably what's happening with the edges hat. <laughs> <laughs> Would you clean your teeth in a hat? <laughs> mm. 
You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. I um, I have a bad back. Do you know what? The TV has just had a headline on. You know, they do the headlines on the news and it said, Operation Will Cure Back Pain. And I was just thinking, wow, that'll come in handy. I get back pain. And now yeah. you... Uh, we have the telly on in the background. Yeah, just the news. In silence. It's just... Mm. I, I have to, I, breaks. If the Queen goes down, I have to, I have to announce it. That'll be down <laughs> to me. Oh, mine's for Wayne Rooney reasons. Is it? Yeah. You know, they, they, those footballers always leave the hairdryer and the telly on. Because I don't like the silence. Oh, I see. But we do have it on silent, though. Okay. Yeah, but I know it's there, Frank. Okay. Anyway, um, radio's better, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you know when people say... Well, I, I've said it. I, I, I must have told you once, I was, in, I was standing in the wings with a young comedian, mm. and I was just going, oh, holding my back, and he said, uh, oh, you got a bad back? I said, oh, I have got it. It's killing me. And he said, uh, what happened? And I said... Nothing. <laughs> you just get to an age where they just come. They don't come with an anecdote. This one was a little different. I was... Um, I didn't normally talk about what I've done on Room 101. We're recording Room 101 at the moment, which is a mm-hmm. um, popular entertainment show on BBC One. One of the and, best. And um, mm-hmm. I was demonstrating a thing called the Daddy Saddle. Right. Which you, What's that? You know when um, dads... It's just things I sort of associate with America in the 50s. Dads get on their, on all fours, as they say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, the kid rides on their back as if they were a horse. Never called it the daddy saddle in my life. No, no, no. The daddy saddle is uh, an item which oh, you can it? wear, which is actually a saddle that... that Enhances the whole experience. Oh, Stirrups, the daddy becomes a sort of horse. Yeah, the daddy is yeah. the daddy is an equine figure. Yeah. So um, I um, put that on and uh, invited a, a female guest. I don't take. Well, I tell you, it was Kirsty Walk, who I'd say is what nine stone tops. Mm. I'd say, do you want to get? I said, do you want to try? Be careful. What? Well, just with women. Okay. Don't ever guesstimate weights. Be careful with women. Weights. <laughs> careful with women is what great with women in general. <laughs> what yeah. I'm saying is she's slender. Yeah. Oh, she's slender. So I thought I can take... At which point... Um, I'm eight stone three, by the way. The, um... Oh, OK. Well, maybe she's lighter than... Anyway. I do it she, she declined. Now. I'm getting on this. She declined. Next thing I know, the big cook, Uh-oh. Heston Blumenthal... He never ba- jumped on that. Not his, he. He bounced onto my back without <gasps> any warning. Took his feet off the ground. He's a big lad as well. He yeah. is. A, he's a big unit, as they say. Well, all mm. of the chefs they can. Well, really he's a, go he's a, he's a big kitchen unit. Yeah, you could say. <laughs> 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 and but, those those glasses are titanium. They weigh a ton. Well, uh, mm. it was. Uh, I, I'd go as far as say it was a foolish thing to do, and mm-hmm. um, my back is. I mean, I was a bit... You know, on telly, you have to keep a bit of a smiley face. Well, that's right. it. So, I mean, I, I, it would have served him, right, if, if I'd bolted <laughs> with him on. So it just burst out through the studio. Through right? the fire doors and into ongoing traffic. And then bucked and <laughs> thrown him. You should have. You should have. I wish you'd used the, yeah. yeah, it's it's made me think, though, so last time I bet on a horse race. Yeah. I realise it's quite cruel. It's quite a lot to take. It is quite cruel now you mention it. Yeah. It is. So, um, 
So I took the saddle home, the daddy's saddle, but I've been able to, unable to play with my own child due to my Blumenthal bat. Right. <laughs> and I'll show you something else. This will be a good one for the readers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We'll take a picture. <gasps> oh. Bang! Wow, he's... Uh, What's that? He's covered in just... little plasters. Well, they are, um... Can I hazard a guess? Can we explain what it looks like? Yes, do. Alan? Um, I would say it was about ten or twelve small, um, almost like the size of uh, a corn plaster dotted up Frank's back Take to a the picture, left of Charlie. spine. Mm. Um, um, here's my guess. Acupuncture. Um, Cupping. They're actually... Cupping. Um, I'll, uh, <laughs> They're actually poppers, so I can take my, um... I don't mean amyl nitrate. I mean, um, pre- <laughs> anything pre- to get you through the show, yeah. Press stud, so it's I can. Been down I that nightclub te- fire again. I can take my kidneys out and clean them. <laughs> no, no, they what are ma- they're magnets, and they're supposed to help. I've, I've had I've had three sessions of physiotherapy for my Blumenthal bat. Oh yeah, is he paying? Well, I uh, think not yet. at the very least you need some some free grub. Oh no, I, I go. Oh, I, no. It's sticking me throat. Couldn't eat that. I've eaten there before. It's beautiful, but now not after the back thing. <laughs> and also, my son—that knowledge that that daddy saddle is upstairs unused. It's like when the cuckoo gets Tell me into about the it. Ne- <laughs> you know when the. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it called some names. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. Skinner. Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. A picture of my back magnets, I believe, has just gone up on our Twitter. Oh, it'll probably yeah. go viral, that bad back of yours. I hope it doesn't go viral. No, I didn't <laughs> um, Well, we've heard from an osteopath who's very keen to help you. Oh, really? Yeah. She says we'd be happy to see you any time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a personal invitation or if it's professional. She says, throw I'll the saddle away. I can't throw the saddle away. It's, it's going to be all right when my tiny child is sitting on my back. It's mm-hmm. the big chef thing that's mm. the problem. Also, given that I've got the reputation on this show for stinginess, your reluctance to get rid of a free saddle seems uh, worth scrutiny. Well, you know, I, th- I think we'll have lots of fun if I am ever able to use it again. Oh, or will, will my child be 30 and I'm still looking at that saddle? Because of the big chef, mm-hmm. but um, you don't ever a, want to be sitting in the daddy saddle at chef. thirty. No. <laughs> now I believe they. Um, it's 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 also known as the daddle, the daddle, yeah, mm. the daddy saddle. But mm. uh, anyway, we've got I've got one um, as new to go on the <laughs> eBay if it comes. Ready, writing his listing. The thing is with the magnets. I was thinking as well if I had uh, if I wore a waistcoat. Um, with metal buttons mm-hmm. and the magnets on the back. I could, oh, it'd, it'd be do, quite a slimming look. Yeah, it might do you an internal injury, though. Wouldn't it pull the stomach? Oh, yeah. Stomach back. Oh, I Good might job you're not a pearly yeah. king, isn't it? I don't <laughs> think people have properly... I have to say, I just looked at the picture of my uh, the magnets on my back. I realise I haven't seen my... I don't know if I've ever seen my back before. Your own back? No. No. Oh, I love my back. I'm yeah. not sure about my back. It's a bit hairier at the base than I anticipated. <laughs> bit of a ponytail in the small of the back. Oh. I didn't see that. I was focusing on the magnets. No, that's just as well, probably. That's what I was most attracted to. No. It's, uh, how often does one sit and look at one's own back? That's anyway. the texting for the yogis. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they all take the uh, selfies of now. Their own back? Do yeah, the ladies right? do. Do well, they? Yeah. Because you've got to have your bootay in it. 
Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, you're right, I suppose. Yeah. I don't think this one's going to break the internet. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see, Kim really K. Broke, broke my back. Anyway. Uh, you were Rear of the Year once. Uh, yeah, that was a long time. 2000. You and uh, Carol Smiley, I believe. That's true. That's true. Mm. Um, yes, um, 15 years ago I was Rear of the wow. Year. Wow. I hated the picture. It's you sad. wore weird, it's like, tight trousers, like skating... Tra- what were you wearing to yeah, well, they, show it off? They, are, they ask you to wear tight... Uh, it, I was wearing sort of long johns. Yeah. It was a mm. Pretty Polly-sponsored. Or was it? <laughs> I'm just throwing that in for the fashion uh, enthusiasts. Yeah, 15 years behind the curve. <laughs> 15 years, but now I feel like... You know when you see an old Bond girl and you uh-huh. think, oh... Yeah. That's, that's how I'd say now if I saw my rear, probably. <laughs> rear? Um, yeah, not my not my rear. <laughs> the most beautiful sound I have ever heard. My rear. <laughs> my rear, my rear, my Oh that sounds a bit worse than I wanted it to. Absolute Absolute, absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had a review in from uh Colm McCauley on Twitter. Of the photograph of you, which we've just put up. Oh yes, oh, yeah. and uh, he all his takeaway seems to be suit jacket with no shirt. I love it. Yeah, well, <laughs> suggesting yeah. you've gone a bit Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I was. I, I, I have a jumper on which I raised for the mm. the picture, but I do like the idea that I might turn up. Here. I mean, that's the thing about radio. I could if I wanted to. You look great in that jumper. Thank you so much. You know, I'm not into knitwear. <laughs> Because, as I've said many times, I once it's washed, it you might as well just throw it away. <laughs> it's never the same. Well, why don't you? I do. OK, we've had um, an <laughs> email in from Lisa from Ipswich. Oh, yes. Dear Emily, Alan and Frank, long-time listener from Germany. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and more recently, from the UK. Phil, come in. OK. Enjoying that snack bar, days. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Juice is just eating a snack bar while I'm trying to read an email. I should say we got sent some uh, Eat Natural bars yeah, today. The, I just heard the producer, the rustling of the snack bar. It's like going to the theatre with Del Boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I noticed I mean, it's unbearable. I noticed a live show here, love. <laughs> the, uh, the Eat Natural logo is, is written on a boomerang, which suggests I'll be... Oh. Um, be coming back to you. I'll be repeating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, they did warn me. <laughs> <laughs> did you favour peanut and popcorn? I've gone peanut and popcorn. Anyway, what, what does... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm what sorry. Does, is it Lisa from Germany? Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And Pretty. <laughs> sorry. Well remembered. Sorry, forgive me. <laughs> this is terrible. And more recently from the UK. Mm. I love Germany, can I say? Yeah. I love it. After last week's discussion about what's called the upper part of a pyjama... Oh, Yes. We discussed this, Al, didn't we? Because Frank. I don't think I don't, he wasn't here. Oh God, how embarrassing! Oh dear. <laughs> well, I'm Carl, telling him. That We've discussed is, many <laughs> times Frank's sleepwear. That I is think. really like. Do you remember when we went to see Bob Dylan? That wasn't me. It's one of those moments. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's fine. Um, oh, this is awful. I'm just, really just keep through okay, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought particularly Frank would be interested to learn that in German a pajama is also called a Schlafenzug. Schlafenzug. Where, where does Literally it translates to sleep suit. Oh, as well, there silly you go. as I'm aware it sounds in English, 
It's, it's perfectly normal to say it in German. Keeping that in mind, Frank might be able to convince you two to call it a pyjama jacket after all, as every suit needs a jacket. Mm. Greetings, yeah. no praise, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. And I like Schlafenzug. So do I. That's the last bit spelled. And we all. It's not S-U-G. That's yeah. a train. F-A-N-Z-U-G. Oh, it is. Schlafenzug. Schlafenzug. I like that. The Germans are very good at uh, putting words together. Yes, they are. Yes. Is this another late review? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is. I hope, I hope it's a continuing process. <laughs> Romans, oh, yes. Romans are really good with numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, very good on roads, the Romans. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, it's, it's about time we had an imperial leather update oh, on the gosh. show. Um, some of you mm. may know that I was always a big fan of uh, imperial leather, the soap, because it has a little silver label on it. Yes. Which mm-hmm. does the under which the soap does not wear away, so it, it develops a kitten heel, a sort of plinth that you can place it on. I've always been very happy with this. Mm. And then recently they they dropped the label. Well, we've had an email about this this morning. You are having a laugh. We're hoping to. This is from Ed. <laughs> Who says, Hi all, a while ago Frank was bemoaning the loss of the sticky paper rectangle in a bar of imperial leather soap. Mm. I think he must have had a rogue batch, because I've never seen this. Perhaps it came from a discount supermarket, as I Mm. know he's struggling for money these days. (laughs) Well, since the back's gone. When I opened a new pack the other day, I noticed that it's not even called soap anymore. They're cleansing bars. Cleansing bars. So I don't just get clean, I'm cleansed. How very Catholic. No wonder it's Frank's choice. That's from Ed. Bar Ed, the last, the recent ones I bought have not had. I don't think you should call him Bar Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just just sent an email and it's not fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bar Ed. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh dear. Anyway, I was going to say the ones oh, I've got, the work. ones that was very good. <laughs> But I, I'd, I'd like to end on that, because it's untoppable, but <laughs> I just want to make the point that the recent ones I've bought have not had the label, but I've just had a, a label-based incident, which I'll, I'll come back to. I know you're all on the edge of your uh, seats. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, so, anyway, now, the, the thing is with the Imperial leather, believe me, all the new Imperial leather I've bought has not got the sticky label. And somebody, I don't know if you remember this, uh, a while back they sent me, they, from Ireland, they said, oh, well, we still have the sticky label on it over mm-hmm. here. So they sent me some of that stuff. So that was a lovely walk down uh, memory lane to have in the shower. <laughs> and what happened is that um, when I got to the bot of the soap, uh-huh. um, I took the label off at the last throw of the dice, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, was, while you were in the shower? Yeah. So the label, so the label was just sitting there in the soap rack, and then a couple of weeks later, I got some of the new Imperial Lather Sol's label. Right, I was using that when I took it out the soap rack after a couple of days. It had, it was wearing the old <laughs> uh, label from the <laughs> traditional, like it, oh. like it was you know trying to look older to maybe get into a club. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was the new stuff wearing false ID. Oh, and it was it was I was so astonished. How, how was the experience for you? Well, put it this way: I took a photograph <laughs> of wow. the soap with the sticker on, thinking my first thought was, "Wow, that 
They're going to love this, the, the, the readers of the show. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when you said they're going to love this, who were you thinking of? I was thinking of you guys, Aww. people who listen. I oh, thought I'm this is going to be quite... This is going to be like the you know, extraordinary world of Arthur C. Clarke. Something mm -hmm. really, that really strange has happened. And I've captured it. Like one might photograph, say, an osprey. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, afterwards, I thought, I don't know if it's such a big deal to other people. <laughs> Did, have you got the photos? I yeah? have. In fact, oh. that can go up next to my <laughs> back magnets. Charlie. Yeah. But, uh, I'd, I'd I, like to see it. Well, you know, I'm, it, I'm was, it was a pretty supernatural event. Anyone who says we're not glamorous on this show, yeah. our social media efforts this morning, most people have Instagrams of coffees and yeah. sunsets. Well, we've got your back magnets <laughs> and imperial leather soap. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like the new Stephen Fry on the, uh, on the uh, social networking. Don't worry about that. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what, I... Do you ever do anything, activity-wise, in public, where you're thinking, this makes me look quite hot, oh. what I'm doing now? Hello, have we met? <laughs> I watched a, a woman today, and I've seen that this same woman do this about three times. She either really, really likes apples, right. or she's worked out that eating an apple is kind of a quite a sexy thing to mm. do. And she eats it in the... Mo I, I can't name her, obviously. She's someone who I, um, I d vaguely know. But um, she... Sorry, what do you mean? This all sounds a bit dodgy. So she eats it vaguely like... No. I, I, no, she's just someone who... Um, Okay. Is at my uh, one of my workplaces, and uh, she's. It's the real sort of the elbow holding the the apple leans on the, on the other arm, and it's <laughs> you know, and it's like talk, and it's really like look I mean, at this me. This is turning my stomach, so I don't know how she's doing it. <laughs> no, I know well, what you mean. It's it's, it's, a, like, it's sort of abandon, isn't it? It's it's sort of look at me. You know, I just say I eat on the on the move. That's the kind of person I am. Right. Mm. It's sometimes I see. Well, I do oh, that, but with takeaway. <laughs> I will see a good-looking young person, male or female, and instead of um, standing, wait if they're waiting somewhere, that they'll climb up onto a wall and sit with oh, their yeah. back against the lamp. You think that doesn't look very comfortable, but it does look like an album sleeve. Yeah, yeah. I never do any of those things. I must say. No, no. I do. I don't. I, I sit with my legs curled up in a chair. I think it makes me look quite cool. Oh, OK. Are you doing it now? Yeah, I'm always doing it. I can't I do see it, it from it. Yeah. Well, so your I... back, Blumenthal back. <laughs> yeah, I can't get down to even look. <laughs> uh, OK. I can't think of anything I do that makes me look... Uh, no, I can't are. either. I can't think I of think anything I think Al's the sort of bloke who, I would say, does perhaps 20 to 25 things but won't mention any of the money. <laughs> Is that right? That sounds good, yeah. I, uh when we talked about this last time uh, of, of uh, the girls in the room spent ten minutes discussing how when men take their t-shirts off with one hand oh, and scoop oh yes and, and I've since implemented that into my life but deliberately not like do you know it's that it's so hot when men do that are you familiar <laughs> with this Frank well A I don't think I could do it B I think I'd rip at least three <laughs> of my magnets off <laughs> <laughs> um it's I mean, honestly, also, I'm I don't speechless. really wear t-shirts. I don't think t-shirts are for people of my. You can age. do it with anything, can't you? No, but they're, 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 they should be showing off a, a supple young physique. 
Do you think you can't wear t-shirts? If I wear a t-shirt, I look like you know when you see those old old timers <laughs> in cowboy films, just wearing their uh, long john top. <laughs> It's kind of early for uh, gun shooting, ain't it? <laughs> it's one of that, those blokes. <laughs> I think so, you might be right. Yeah, they got a bit of a belly and stuff, and you imagine it's not altogether clean around the back end. Maybe you have to abandon the logo after a certain age as well on the, the t-shirt. Logo. Do you think? Yes, I couldn't. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've, I, I'm not very good with the logos anyway. No. No. Be get like a big when you got gap. Gap, really, really big letters yeah. on your chest. No, I can't do that. Sorry, you're all staring at me. If you got sponsorship, <laughs> <laughs> did you start? No, but I have got discount card. <laughs> you started the company, oh, didn't you? <laughs> Gap. Yeah. I did start Gap, but um, we had a bit of a falling out, as you know. And uh, I used to. It was my job in many ways to uh, mind the gap. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, in a moment, I'd like to discuss Boris Johnson and his antics. And his ante. And his ante. Oh. And, and his antiques. And his antiques. And his antiques. And an ante. cover the whole Berger experience, but we've just had a text uh, from 453. Uh, I just Hello. wondered if Frank had met any fellow back pain sufferers with a similar magnet installation. If so, were they noticeably easier or more difficult to approach? <laughs> <laughs> I found them repellent. <laughs> yes. That's from Eamon. Well done. Um, but good. yes, Boris Johnson has been we'll in the We'll call that again. section of the show Eamon Corner. Oh, OK, good, yeah. <laughs> um, he's, uh, he's been playing a, a game called Touch Rugby, whilst on a Japanese visit. Yes, I saw the VT of this. Did you? Mm. That's the kind of character a, I am. A technical <laughs> lingo for the audience there. VT yeah. videotape. Videotape. I, I mean, it's, it's technical. It's 20 years out of date. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike Mansfield, cue the music. Yeah, I watched... Uh, I think I probably watched an MP3 of it. <laughs> Is yeah. that likely? Was it a JPEG? Download, yeah. torrent, stream... Yes. JPEG sounds like a pop star or a JPEG. film star that they, you know, yeah, sort it does. Of Josephine Pegworthy, or they call her JPEG. Hey, what film star <laughs> is going to be called Josephine Pegworthy? Well, in the oh, you change your name I if like you were her. called that, and you were, that was the job you wanted. Okay, Come on. maybe you're Josephine right. Josephine Pegworthy, I like that. <laughs> I'm going to been... use that next time I stay in a hotel. <laughs> I've been looking for a non-deplume for some was, time. Last what, time. What was your name last time? You checked into hotel, they give you a strange name. What was it? Was, oh, that's it right. was Frank Liberty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I didn't choose that. They, they they were trying to be kind and hide me from... From I mean, who? Uh, from a mad... <laughs> some, they, imagine, they imagine that I'm mobbed by people, which is very sweet of them to think they're completely incorrect. Anyway, Boris. Bojo. Oh, uh, yeah, Bojo. He, as the newspaper describes it, he flattened a ten-year-old Japanese schoolboy uh, during this game of rugby. He, uh, he, he really did. He, as well. he got a little over-competitive. Over. Yeah, and yeah. we should say, boys, he's got form. Oh Bojo, yeah, because totally. he did this last year. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. Are you aware of this? In a game of football. It was yeah. a game of football at Tower Bridge, yeah. and he did the same thing to a nine-year-old. He knocked a nine-year-old over. Oh, well, at yeah. least he's going up a bit from that. <laughs> yeah. In ten years' time... We'll be adults. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the face on him when he was... He looked like a yeah. man possessed. Yeah. But I think he, um... I think he probably is quite a competitive character. Yeah, do you think? Yeah. He's, uh, so... He's brilliant at tennis, I've been told. Oh, is he? Yeah. You know, really? Mm. I know he looks like a fat bloke, but apparently, like, young, fit people have played him and he's, um, he's wiped the floor with them. You know, having it out. I'm not sure. I've got a... Don't let the politics get in the way of his tennis. <laughs> no, I'm not letting the politics... Although, can I just say, is there a more... Tory split second than an adult flattening a kid in a school game, a school boy <laughs> game of like, well, he's got to learn, he's got to learn. Well, he did say <laughs> a he little said, tough like, life like, lesson. He said, like Chomba Wumba, he got knocked down and then he got up again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that's mischief on Boris's part? Do you think he knows that Chomba Wumba are politically at the opposite end of the spectrum from him? I think they, he's doing it because it's well, TFI Fridays didn't they, back. Didn't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't get more TFI Friday than Chomba Wumba. True enough. Um, did he? Um, didn't they tip a pint of beer over John Prescott? Uh, they did. He wasn't yeah. left wing enough. Yes. Uh, exactly. I I actually listened to Jumbo Wumba. I like them. That does them. not surprise me. I mean, not not that particular song that I he's think referring I used to, to. Eat their their chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't like that he wore a tie. I don't like any sporting activity. She was a very nice woman, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, see. Uh, also, oh, with the Jap- with the Japanese, with you. do the Japanese not do the martial arts anymore? They, <laughs> they do, but that. why didn't the kid? You'd expect the kid. If that had been in a film, the kid would have got a would have would have left stereotypes. <laughs> no, but that's, that's a, what's a noble tradition. <laughs> be some competent kid, you know, ten years all... old, to flatten Boris. I would. I mean, no, come on. If you know, you've all seen that though. I don't know if you've ever seen Kung Fu: The Head Crusher. No, funnily head. enough, no. Oh. I've seen well, Sex in the City too, <laughs> but know, not Kung Fu's Head Crusher. Have you seen Death Mute Heroin? Oh, not on my that last girls' night out, no. <laughs> okay. If I thought he'd have turned, it would have been great if he'd turned and got into the stance and really... <laughs> I mean, I do watch a lot of YouTube clips like Bully Gets Owned. It would be oh, great yeah. if uh, <laughs> Boris became that bully. That yeah. Would be, that would go viral. Gets owned. <laughs> uh, touch rugby. Massive fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have left him uh, on the ground, uh, looking like it, joke coming, uh, <laughs> and an eaten mess. Because <laughs> he went to. Is this what it's come to? He joke went... coming. <laughs> joke. Well, coming. I, I found people need to be alerted at home. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Radio. We've had a tweet in from someone called Kate Calcott and it's simply hashtag Josephine Pegworthy. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be taking off, Frank, your what about, mythical Hollywood movie star. What about if some young actress now is looking for a stage name and thinks, I'm having that. Yeah, why not? And then she becomes a major star. That'd, That'd be, be great. great. 
We've also had a text from Sarah, <laughs> who's uh, the last three num- numbers on her. Sarah Bean, eh? Five, one, four. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I thought she was going to tell us what time um, he- the Edge puts on his beanie in the morning. She's uh, quite proud of herself, though. I like this. Uh, referencing looking cool, I'm sitting in my large armchair in my bay window, drinking a coffee which is in an oversized cup and saucer, browsing oh. through magazines. Ah, oh. oh. It's got very lemsipad. Oh. Well done, Sarah. People without children. <laughs> it doesn't say that she hasn't got children. No, but she hasn't. Believe me, she hasn't. <laughs> she hasn't. You, that's how know. I lived before I had a child. Yeah. You know, magazines. What uh-huh. about when Jonathan Ross got into a massive temper with me? Rage. Because um, he... I know what a temper is. We were all staying... Mm-hmm. I wanted to build it up more. <laughs> no, OK. We were staying, you don't want it to be a tiny We temper. were staying in a hotel, in separate rooms, may I add. Of course. And he knocked on my door and I was sitting there reading the papers and he said it got him so angry <laughs> yes. that I was sitting... He goes, Em was sitting there with a cup of coffee reading the papers. I know, it's, it's something that does go. But, you know... It's replaced by not being able to pick him up because Eston Blumenthal's hurt your back. <laughs> not for all parents. Not for all very, parents. It's no. a very niche parental problem that you've got. i tell you a brilliant thing. You know that I've got this... Um, I, I, I've got a thing with, with Bojo. Oh, yeah. Um, You're not the only one. He, you know, <laughs> is that there is something about him that I really like. As, yeah. It's something. What is it, do you think? Well, I like, I like the fact that he studied the classics... Mm-hmm. But that's his area. Oh, my nan. Yeah, I do. I, I, anyone who's involved with the classics, yeah. I'm impressed by. He's a smart man. And um, he, consequently, his use of language. He said to um, one of the Japanese officials, he said, don't worry, so when, when you're building up to the Olympics, people will be negative. He said, but, but for the, the period it was on in Great Britain, it felt like the country had been crop-dusted with serotonin. Oh, I mean, come I like on! Respect. I I think I'm. I might, do like that. I could vote for him on just on the strength of that one turn of phrase. Mm. I can't <laughs> imagine any other politician saying that. I'm not sure. Actually, not true. I can imagine an Arab leader saying it and it being translated because they like the uh, the poetic. Speak. Oh yeah. Do you remember when Saddam Hussein talked about the mother of all wars? He said the people they weren't saying that's that another, on that. That's another lovely reference to make. <laughs> yeah, well yeah. it was. Another of your heroes. Apparently, there's children's shops uh, in Iraq called the Mother of All Care. Right. <laughs> Check them out. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've heard back from Sarah, who, uh, as you may remember, was sitting in her window looking cool, drinking coffee from a big cup and reading the magazines. Mm. Mm. And uh, she's texted, Frank's right, I don't have children, just two beautiful cats. Oh, God, cats as well. It's like a... Piling it on now, isn't it? It's like an advert for something glamorous. Nescafe. What a life, Sarah. Don't you love Alan's idea of glamour? (laughs) Nescafe. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Nescore? No. Yeah, it no. was a it was a sort of fr- Is he oh, a footballer? Nescore <laughs> was a it was a coffee a coffee, obviously. And mm. uh, I think the advert the music used to go We are drink Nescore But I don't grow up in Iraq. I did I did actually, yeah. But I'll tell you something, we had the mother of all coffee. Um but a it had a special thing, and I can't remember what it was. If anyone remember what was the selling point for Nescore, oh, please sure uh, text us oh, in I that. Don't know. I don't think we got that in London. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> camp. Did you get camp? 
Oh, in our house, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the camp coffee. No. Oh, that was uh, chicory essence. No, we had Fortnum and Mason. <laughs> chicory essence could be someone who uh, had been out with, say, Jay-Z yeah. previously. Mm. Anyway. So, Boris. what are we talking about? Oh, Bojo, yeah. I'll tell you what is um, incredible about him, and which I find fascinating, is that you don't actually meet that many English people who are that blonde. Yeah. Naturally. Very true. Mm-hmm. What you meet is a great many English people who are pretending to be that blonde. Yeah. But yeah. he, he's the real deal. As far as I can tell, I can't believe he's dyed his hair. He's a properly blonde man, like a child would draw a blonde person with a yellow crayon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, he's blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, uh, no, normally a, a blonde who does uh, who's interested in the classics would be my ideal um, companion. <laughs> yeah, I think he might be more complicated. <laughs> I imagine he's he keep knocking me over for stuff. I've got enough with Blumenthal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not a skittle. No, exactly. Well, I, I mean, I get back up, I get knocked down again by another. Uh, and you certainly don't drink a vodka dr- drink and a whiskey drink. No, I don't. I'd forgot that bit. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, so that's uh, another reason I, I, I find him inspirational. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> he's blonde. I oh. think you might be right about his competitiveness. I think, actually, he's seen uh, that George Osborne did one of those speeches, you know, at the party conference, and everyone's saying, oh, George Osborne, he might be the next leader. And I think Bojo's thought, maybe I'm not going to be next leader. And he's also been reading the papers, that's part of his job. And he's thought, rugby, I'll try and become a... England rugby player, they're at a low. I could mm. get in the team, and so he's making a pitch for it. He's making an actual there will goal. Be. I don't know anything about rugby, but there will be people I bet this week who have said unironically, "Yeah, well, if, if the if the England team had had that much uh, <laughs> aggression, we might still be in the." I bet you there's people who've said that. Yeah. Was I just one of them? <laughs> Am I doing that? There will have been people on, just on the Twitter. I don't think you said that. <laughs> I think you're sharper than that. Oof. Mm. That's what I think. Not often. I tell you what, though, on the competitive front, I do oh, find yeah. if I'm on the motorway mm-hmm. mm. and somebody starts, you know, that behind starts trying to get past, they start oh, tailgating. Yeah. I had a bloke like, flat, doing the flashing lights thing. To be fair, I was only doing 110. <laughs> that, was that, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke if the police were. Was listening. he on your back what like happened to the police? Right? The police used to be on the motorway all the time. Where are yeah. they now? Never see the police on the motorway. I've come up with a good phrase for us, Frank. I said, was he on your back like Blumenthal? He was. That's what I'm going to say now. Someone's driving behind me. He was. But I always, uh, (laughs) I always, um, when they overtake me, Mm. I always drive as fast as I possibly can to stop them from going past. Now, that's probably dangerous, isn't it? And petty. Yeah, 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 and petty. Sorry, I apologise. Obviously, I'm talking about up to 70 and not beyond. Mm. No, not Mm. not a penny Um, over. But where, where have all the police cars gone <laughs> off the motorway? Is that I the best text? I see them. Yes. They've got those big, big. No, no. What you see, you think oh. all copper, and then it's like motorway maintenance or something yeah. with like high vis stripes down. Oh, or do something. they not Rubbish. count? Yeah, or something like animal ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and you look, and there's two animals driving it. Yeah, <laughs> you realise they're running run a service oh, I, of their own. I lo- a dog at steering wheel. Hello. Oh, I love to see that. Yeah, security oh, dog. Dear. Oh. 
Matt has tweeted us to say, police car just gone past us on the M25 with the blues and twos on. Oh, no well. animal drivers. OK. Well, that's, that's a good update. Mm. That may, well, it can't just be me, can it? Because, you know, I'm driving on the same motorway as everyone else. And uh, Jeremy Vine is listening to us, I'm just saying. Jeremy Vine is listening? Mm. Yeah. Oh, he'll be in training. Mm-hmm. Be in training? Yeah, because he's got, uh, oh, he's got Strictly tonight, yeah. Oh, well, good luck, Jeremy, if you're yeah. listening. Good luck oh, you say that now you know he's listening. Well, I'm, it's no good saying it if he isn't. <laughs> well, it it's is. Just sign of saying to the ether. Why do you have to say it? Just because they're listening. You could wish people well. Oh, no, that'll be like those radio hams who just send messages into the <laughs> night. Mm, the ones that say, all righty, stuff like that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, you see, you were saying, Frank, about... You do have a competitive streak. I don't think you of do. myself as much of a... Do you want to see the producer's face? <laughs> okay. You're one of the most competitive people I've ever met. Can you tell what? me... You are. You and David Baddiel had an argument once. I feel we can be honest about this. What was it about? We had an argument about um, Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> There you go. Because it was a cheese. No, because... A well, pie or whatever. No. You said it wasn't. No, but the thing was that it was... It was which film cost so-and-so million, blah, blah, blah. And the answer was Cleopatra. And he said Anthony and Cleopatra. And I said, no, no, it, it was called Cleopatra. Uh, and he said, it's Anthony. I said, look, it's a pie question, so we have to be precise. <laughs> he ended up storming out. <laughs> and then remembered... I'm cheap was, deal on this side. Sort of no, but he stormed out and then remembered mid-storm that it was his house. <laughs> <laughs> So he nearly... I think I probably could have claimed some sort of squatting rights if he'd actually gone. How... Did, did, were you um, not talking for a while then after I that? I think we might... Maybe a day or so. Mm. I mean, I have... Um, I, I, in those kinds of games, like the hat game... Yeah. You know the hat game? When you have to... You put the names in a hat. You like, write lots of celebrity names Oh, on yeah, and you stick paper. them on your head and then No, you, no, oh. no, that's a different one. The one where you have to communicate what's on the paper but you can't say any of the names. Yes. So if a bit it like said, articulate. If it said Elvis Presley, you'd have to say um, famous Memphis-born rock Strong star. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right, yeah, and yeah. lived in Graceland. But you wouldn't be... Mm. If you said Elvis or Presley, you've, you've lost it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I do generally in that game? Um, came to dinner at mine on the twenty-first of September. <laughs> yeah, that, Attended good. my twenty-second birthday party. Well, yep, Sue Pollard. That's right. I must have told you when I um, was on. Story. I was on my own one Christmas, and David Bedell said, "I can't leave you on your own. Um, why don't you? C- we're having a Jewish Christmas party. I know, but we're having a Jewish. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be picky. Uh, uh, we're having a Jewish Christmas party, uh, and you know." They're all very old friends of mine. Um, and I'll, I'll phone up and ask if you can come. And I said, oh, no, I don't want to intrude and all that. And he said, no. I said, I'd feel bad. He said, honestly, I'll phone it. And they oh, said, yeah, nice. no. And they, and they said, yes. And the food that they'd got, they expanded to make for another mm. meal. So they all took a little bit less so that I could have a Christmas dinner with them, which is lovely. But then we played the hat game. Oh, what happened? And uh, I was playing with this guy who I'd never met before in my life, but it was an old friend. And um, I can't tell you all the, the, the details of this because there's some swearing involved. 
But um, I had on my bit of paper um, Gandhi. <laughs> so I said, very famous, perhaps the most famous Indian of all time. And he said, uh, Sitimbul. I said, no, not, I mean, from the Asian subcontinent. And he's played by Ben Kingsley. He wore just like a simple white robe. He went on, on, on um, hunger strikes. Mm. He said, um, Cochise. I said, no, he, he wasn't a Native American. <laughs> he's from the... <laughs> and then, after I'd done a load... I mean, everything that I could say about Gandhi, I went on and on. He was known as Barpu. Eve, and I even mm. said that. <laughs> and then he said, uh, sitting bull again. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you are a thick, and then a, a swear word. <laughs> and, um, at which, this is, remember, I've been invited into their home. Thanks. Which point, and when I'm I said so it, horrified. I said, you are a thick, <laughs> and his girlfriend instantly burst into tears. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> exactly. Oh, it was the most awful experience of my life. But, you know, he didn't get it. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So, um, this very week, I played the hat game again with a group of uh, people I I know. You love playing games, don't you? You play a lot of games. I like a game. Mm. I don't have many friends. I hate friends. a game. <laughs> You do. Don't that. I don't really. Anyway, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, um, we, we, we sat around, there was probably about, I don't know, eight or nine of us, mm. and um, Peter Rabbit came up three times. Did in, he? I didn't in, know you were mates with him. <laughs> in the hat game. <laughs> All right. And then I noticed that the box, we hadn't got a hat, so we had to put the bits of paper in the box. The box had got a picture of Peter Rabbit on. I thought, oh. this, is, this is like Kaiser Sose. It is. Just, <laughs> definitely is. Is there anything you see? I suppose it. But there was a bit in that where, where Kath, when she took out, I think, the second or third Peter Rabbit, the idea is if you take out a name that's already done, you do it again anyway, because you might, you know, it's always... Can I say, I wasn't even there, and I feel stiff with stress on behalf of yeah. Kath. But there was a bit which you. I did sort of, where she said, oh, we've already had this one, and I said, just do it! <laughs> <laughs> I can straight. so imagine you and saying And she looked at me and I, uh, sorry. So See, I never get competitive. At one point, the clue I had to... This is the sort of people yeah. I was playing with. The clue I, I had to give was... Uh, he uh, wrote a uh, seminal sociological text about suicide. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was Emil Durkheim. Right. My guess was going to be Peter Rabbit. So oh, was well, you, uh, it was the, you're in with a shout with Peter Rabbit. <laughs> I wish you'd stop hanging out with a lotto lout. <laughs> um, I would actually rather lose than cause people's displeasure. I, I well, get so a, you know, stressed. it's a view. <laughs> I, I'm actually phobic about winning. I don't oh. like it. What? I don't like... I just don't like it. I hate it when people say, let's get Scrabble up. I go to the toilet, I do anything. I feign excuses. I, I don't like board games. But you have told me that yes. I... I, I, want, I was in a quiz team with Emma. Right? <laughs> oh, I know this story. And I said I yeah. used to go, go to bed at night and yeah. fantasise about getting the questions... The ones I'd got wrong, I used to fantasise about getting them right. I used to hear me yes. saying them as if I knew them. <laughs> and you said, oh, yeah, I do that. I did, but you know why? Because I was in a team. I don't like being the lone... That's the thing. I don't, I don't like uh, being pitted against people. Right. OK, it's a bit about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Except once during a game of Monopoly, when I decided um, to steal from the bank, but I was a timid thief because I stole the yellow pound notes. Oh yeah. 
It's not mm, going to help, is it? At that higher. stage, you need hotels. Aim higher, yeah. yeah. Monopolies. It's, um... It's not my culture. No. <laughs> 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 the property ownership thing. I just don't... I've, never, like thing. I've always thought the sort of people that like it are the sort of people that tell you they like stuff that they don't really like so that you'll think, oh, that's their sort of person. I'm glad we cleared that up. What does that mean? Do you know You know when you read a Q&A with a celebrity yeah. and it says, and like, say like favourite music, hip-hop, and you think, no, it isn't. Yeah. You just think that's a cool thing to say. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Gordon Is Brown, that... like in the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I like the that. idea of Monopoly being cool. I think Monopoly has <laughs> got a certain kind of person who um, wears a jumper that says, I read books. Oh, OK. Oh. A bit apprentice candidate. I mean, I do read books, but I don't play Monopoly. You don't put do. it on a jumper, do you? I don't put it on a jumper. What am I? Some kind of buffoon? Mm. I've anyway. been getting competitive. Actually, I've been I've been going in both directions recently on this because well, I've been playing I don't my. Know if um, it should be airing. Right? <laughs> 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 I've been playing my son at a game of top trumps where he's got <coughs> these cards that are all like <coughs> little gory cartoons, so oh. that you can kind of win on smelliness and. Rarity and they've all got different numbers, you know, like top trumps. Yeah, but how can you, if they're not pe real people, how can you speculate on what they've got? You just have to look at it and go, oh, smelliness, 90. That's quite a high number. What yeah. is it? Celebrity smelliness? No, it's not oh. celebrity. It's made up good. little grotesque oh, cartoons. Who you thought might smell? I have, we have to say, before. I have to say, I have been walloping. I absolutely smashed him at it. Like you don't do that. You don't do that. Letting him win thing. No, I didn't let him win once. Mm. Just walloped him. He's oh. eight though, so he can take it. Whereas my daughter, we've been playing a game called Pick Up Pairs, where you put all the cards out. Frank and David used to and play you, that. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we play it slightly differently. Um, you know, where you sort of look at a card and you go, "Oh, that's I picked up a rabbit and an elephant. They don't match." Rabbit, I'll say rabbit. It's just gone for the first thing. He's, I've been Rabbits talking are about. everywhere, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she is smashing me at it. She's four years old, and she, it's like she's got some kind of memory trick going on, and I. I'm finding myself quite quickly getting a bit competitive, like, oh, I can't wait to beat her at this <laughs> game. I think the Absolute Radio Sports Department are going to feel you're treading on their toes really, <laughs> for think this so? material. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I'll just leave it there, then. Just telling you. No, it's... I, 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 at this stage, I'm letting my son win ev any game we play, I let him win. Really? Oh, no, you oh, might, oh, he I might be listening. I don't know if that's the right message. He, he might want to get a bit on this. What?! <laughs> No, I think I, I don't think they have to learn about um, they have to learn about defeat early on in life. No, what we do is not with uh, our money. Whoever wins, we <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, we've had a text in actually, and uh, can I just uh, proceed reading this out by saying that I think we all agree that you're a really clever guy, Frank. Um, mm. That said, <laughs> we have had uh, a text from David from Leatherhead who says Elvis wasn't born in Memphis, it was Tupelo. Actually, he says it's twas right. Tupelo. He's absolutely right. I have actually stood in the birthplace mm. in Tupelo, Mississippi, not Memphis, Tennessee. Of all the mistakes to make, Elvis's birthplace. Yeah. Mm. 
luckily it's not I'm, like I'm wearing a chalice and one of those some barbed wire garters. Oh yeah, well, you're down. not, but you're wearing <coughs> six plasters because of your Blumenthal back. That's true, and they are they are irritating. Henry Tudor has tweeted us to say congrats on no muffin really? top. Yeah. No what? Congrats on no muffin top. Oh yeah. That's oh, that's a, your, uh, thanks for that, Henry. Henry Tudor tweeted. Mm. <laughs> he loves a tweet. Well, I never. Did you know Henry Tudor? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else? Oh, I tell you what else. We need to talk about the world's most boring calendar because. Are you were you familiar with last year's fridges across the country calendar? That rings a yes. It sold very well. Now was it a deliberately ironic character or was it someone who believed in fridges? Well I don't know. See I like it better if I'm people sure think it's good, if you know what I mean. Yes. Well his name's Kevin Beresford. He um this year has tried his luck with the post boxes of Wales. But it's not attracting the same frenzy. Isn't that a bit similar to the Bells of Wales? Remember that idea I had for a show in which I go around Wales next to churches and listen to the bells and then discuss with a celebrity what what they sound like. (laughs) Extraordinary that I haven't had a commission. Um, I'm still waiting. I I don't think it's actually been written off. So It's all change at the top. Anything could happen. Oh, yeah. Post boxes of Wales. Do you want to know how many he sold? Um, the calendars, okay. Go on, yeah. None. Zero. Yeah. It's, it's October, though, to be Zilch. fair. Would you Nada. buy a calendar in October? I just bought a diary this week. You are. For next year. Yeah, but I'm, I'm guessing you've just bought a 2015, because it was cheap <laughs> and using it as a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bought a 2016. Ask me Why? how much. Ask me how much. How, how much? 79 pence. <laughs> <laughs> how small is it? Um, I, I, it's about yeah. Like is it a that. page a, a day a page a page? No, a it's a week a page. It's for oh, a week a page. What have you got? A betting shop pen? How are you going to write in it? <laughs> I'm really bookings. happy that you the people still buy that. I see those outside shops that don't normally sell um, stationery. You know, you get like yeah, yeah. and I think, I think who buys those? And Here he is, ladies great. and gentlemen, Alan Cochran. <laughs> yeah. Great news. Yeah. True. So this um boring calendar. Well, the post boxes of Wales. And mm. mm-hmm. um, he seems to think Kevin Beresford said he hasn't sold. He says it's he's got a good reason. It's down to the rugby and the football. He says people are concentrating on them and not the post boxes. Yeah, that's how it's been hit. I say. Does he think that it's somehow spite that people are <laughs> resentful of Wales's success in the rugby, I and so the English nation is not buying to his be, calendar? To is be fair to Kevin, my um, um, it's called uh, the Adventures of My Soap. Calendar. Oh yeah, has not been selling <laughs> no. as well no. anywhere near as well as I expected. So he has pity. all sorts in there. He's got the double aperture and everything. Has oh, he? is that is that first class, second class? Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. Excellent. Good for him. Yeah, you don't, I don't see many of those now. Good for him. It's uh, I like. Him. You remember when I bought you a Cliff Richard calendar, Frank? I do. Mm. Yeah, and uh, what great shape he was in. It's only mm-hmm. been about great. three years ago. Mm-hmm. I like a calendar. Well, oh. I've often thought, as I, I may have said before with Cliff Richard, that um wouldn't be much point in him having love handles. <laughs> um, so, um, Frank, my favourite ever calendar that I've had was the um, Hot Priests. You probably don't approve of that, do you? Uh, they, actually, they weren't real priests, yes. were they? Hottest Catholic priests in the Vatican City. Oh, yeah. um, 
Yeah, they did it, and they gave the money to charity, and the priests oh, okay. wouldn't have their wouldn't be named, which I think was uh, respectful. Hmm. Uh, oh, smoking though. <laughs> there was smoking in it. <laughs> smoking, smoking priest. hot. I don't think they're allowed to smoke in the robes, are they? Is it like they clowns? Can do, they can do what they to. want, darling. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll you later. I like the sort of Andy Warhol nature of this, though, of seeing beauty in the everyday thing. You know oh, what I, I mean? do, a post yeah. box. You might walk past the post box a million times, and then one day, just because it's been pointed out to you, think, actually, that is a lovely thing. Mm-hmm. I often think this about, should I say this? I will. <laughs> bra straps. <laughs> If I see a bra strap, you know, just not not completely aligned with the um, the strap on the on the top, yeah. I always think, oh, that's that's really what being a human being's all about. Oh. What are you looking at me like that for? I'm not. I'm just hoiking up my bra strap. <laughs> okay. He didn't I'm say t- he didn't say joke coming before it, so I'm assuming that this is just no, no, serious. This is, this is fact. <laughs> I'm not. T- it's, I think it's all right. It's nothing. Yeah, no, it's, it's not seen. It's, it's not, not copied. Not. If I was talking about copied, it'd be a different matter. Yeah, that would be different. But a strap. It's just something about you know, la- viva la différence. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Can I tell you my favourite thing about it? Yes. Yeah. Just that this guy, who's been in the papers two years in a row for having a boring calendar out, is mm. called Kevin. I like the fact that he's got a name that we traditionally would associate. No disrespect to any Kevins out there. Oh, no. Mm. But if you were writing Kevin's. a sitcom and you wanted a character that was going to be known for their boringness, Kevin Beresford would be quite high up on your name's options, wouldn't it? It, it hasn't got the... Uh the sort of glamour of Josephine Pegworthy. No, exactly. No. Exactly. I like that a lot. I think it's a, it's a good thing. And also, I like the fact that he's gone for post boxes of Wales. I don't know, what what did he rule out on the way to post boxes? Was he like, mountains? Nah, too interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Lakes? Like, did he work his way there? Phone oh, yeah. boxes? Phone, nah, too popular. How does he get to phone, to post boxes? I just think he's all right. I um, I prefer it though. I'm with Frank. I prefer it if it's a genuine passion of his. Yes. I don't, I won't like it if he's self-aware about it. I, I think he might be. Oh, I think, think yeah. it, it might. I've he's been a bit arch. Oh, well, no. that is a shame. A little bit. Arch. Do you remember the calendar song? Do you remember that um, song? That? It was in the charts. It went. It was like a steel band, and they sang <laughs> I love a song. In the <laughs> and it was Top it, of the went, hit parade. Uh, it went January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Remember right. it? No, but and I then can it get, went January, February, and the middle eight was August, September, October, oh, right. November. This, that was all there was. Oh, to it. I hope the middle eight had eight months in it. I really do. I don't think it did. Oh, no, goodness! I got me. the lyrics to it some, on my wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but when we um, when we came back to do this show this year, after last Christmas, I think I explicitly said that this year my New Year's resolution was to celebrate my own boringness. And I have was really it? been going at that. Oh, God. I actually Your own boringness? No, my actual boringness. Own. Oh, okay. It's I mean, a Yorkshire really... way he says own. It sounds like on. Okay. My own. Yeah. Own. O-W-N. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really am. I felt sorry this week. I did a gig in Belfast this week, and mm. I felt sorry for a taxi driver because 
he told me a story about how he'd met Billy Connolly and he'd been hilarious and Billy Connolly had then invited him and his mates to the show and his Billy Connolly had said, oh, these guys, there's one of them that's hilarious. And I had talked to him for 25 minutes about whether or not Skoda would become involved in the VW emissions scandal. Oh. And he was not going away from me with any of those stories of like, no, oh, he'll just, yeah, he's he'll such just, a laugh. He'll just lie about you like he lied about Billy Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, I think Billy Connolly mentioned jet lag. He I likes mean, that. I even mentioned like. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what he does in a lot. This is how, material on jet lag. This oh. is how forensic and boring I got. I even said, well, of course, you know that VWO and SEAT as well, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get pulled in on it. I must say, I didn't know that. And he was going, well, I've got my letter. He'd got a letter about his Skoda being involved. Like I say, I'm really <laughs> celebrating my own boringness. Are we still on this link? Honestly, I now think that I'm so boring to taxi drivers that it's a slight safety hazard. I, I feel like I should have an extra seatbelt in case I start talking to them. As spare, I, spare a thought for the rest of us. As they pull off, they're drinking Red Bull and trying to wake themselves back up. It's, uh, what about that one that started talking to me about Sky Electrics, just out the blue? <laughs> Not a cab driver? Yeah. What did he say then? We got in the car and he, I said, uh, how's the traffic? I hope tonight? we got in a car like it was on a road <laughs> trip, <laughs> the two got, of you. I got in the back of his <laughs> yeah. black cab. Yeah. And he said to me something very odd, like, the, plenty of traffic tonight, it's, uh, it's like Sky Electric. <laughs> Actually, is it scale? I've never worked this out. Is it scale tricks or scale x trick? Your pronunciation sounds slightly Croatian. Yeah, but is it? Where's the x? Is Ska- it the beginning of the? I'm end? going scalectrics. Okay. Um, Charlie just I'm, gave me a knowing nod. I'm going like she. I'm just going. <laughs> A bit sexist. I don't know. Really. So anyway, he, he started. He said it's like scale, and I said, yeah, scale-extric. yeah, it is like scale trick. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then he said. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever play Scalex trick? <laughs> and I said, no. Did you say? Yeah, I said, no, no I don't. because I'm over 40. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, I don't. And he said, oh, I play. I've got to. He said, every Grand Prix, every proper Grand Prix has a shadow Scalex trick. Right. Grand Prix. Yeah. He said, and and then he got some. He had some cars on the on the on his passenger seat no. to show me. He said, what we do is so we you can change the brush to make them go faster. And he, it was basically a lecture, <laughs> a lecture that I was tricked into. If you're listening, mate, was, I mean, it was interesting. But, <laughs> but just do it, do it formally. Don't, don't make it sound like it's just occurred. And then have props. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Frank, um, you were right first time, according to Clive on Twitter. It's Scale X trick. Thank you. Yeah. Hi <laughs> We've uh, we've actually oh, had a text from makes six, me feel good. Six seven seven uh, has texted. They were metal cars called Scalex, and they added electricity to them, so Scalextric. <sighs> Brilliant. Oh, I love that bit of etymology. Bit yeah. of uh, bit of detail for you there. Um, we've mm. also had a text. Um, from Daniel saying, I love Monopoly. I have five different limited editions plus loads of books. 
check I'll you out. You, There's it? books on it. No, I think he means that he's a book <laughs> oh, reader. Oh, I see. Oh, yes. You, oh. you know, in your rant against people that love it Monopoly. Oh, it was a diatribe, I would say. I like that you've decided as well that they're somehow trying to be cool by liking Monopoly. I mean, I think the irony of you being a slum landlord while slagging off Monopoly players is... Hilarious. Oh, don't <laughs> get into Hoogstraten territory. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Um, well, I'm not condemning people who like Monopoly. No, I am. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> OK, I am. You're quite right. Um, but, uh, but thank you for getting in touch, Daniel. Mm. Um, we've also had a, a text in about looking cool. I'm 53 now, so I don't do much to make myself look or feel cool, but I do get something from the rare occasions when I, when I pull up in my car and don't have anything to cart in with me. I just get out, press the remote locking and waltz in. Oh, no yes. fumbling around, trying to find front door key one-handed and praying I don't drop anything. Fantastic, from Mike and yes, Cardiff. I, that's, oh, that I, I like true. that. Yeah, CDs yeah. out of the door yeah. flap. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't... You look very cool when you lock a car, don't you? Yeah. I think with the central locking. Mm -hmm. I still think I look cool doing that. Well, yeah. I um, I went to see. I tell you this: when I went to see Skyfall, you know, when you when you go and see a film you really like, you come out walking a bit like that, like you're in it. Yeah. Mm. Then it, maybe girls don't do this. Well, but depends on the movie. I think boys do it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen someone have walked like I, I, I I'd been in it, but um, Fifty Shades of Grey. So I felt a bit. Uh, I felt a bit bond like I, I could tell from my walk, I was, and I got to my car, oh. and, and it was like I had the gadget, you know, I had the thing, and the, and oh, I clicked yeah. the car, and the lights came on. I could see the baby seat in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Doesn't happen in Bond. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up, because, you know, I mentioned earlier that I did a gig in Belfast this week. You did? I, uh, I, I had a few anxieties before doing it, and I'd like to... Are you picking at your magnets, Frank? One of them's what just come doing? off. You... I mean, one of my magnets has fell off. Oh, no. Um, you oh, OK? I'm less attractive than I was. Yeah, I'm finding it a bit distracting. That's all right. I just don't want to put... I don't feel right about leaving it in here on the work Are surface. you sure these magnets are going to work? No, of course I'm not sure they're okay. going to work. <laughs> well, I, how much did it cost you for the magnets? No, they, they did other stuff oh, as well. They, well I don't wish to know about the other stuff. I was physically manipulated. You know this masseurs you went to? <laughs> Masseuse? <laughs> when you say they did other stuff... No, they did, you know, they, they got me to stretch and, and they oh, rubbed right. my back. They, they used, um... What's that stuff that's hot? Tea. That's it. <laughs> yeah. They used... No, oh, DP. Hypro... 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 Hyproplune. I don't know. Hyproplune. Pro... 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 pro. <laughs> This like a, sorry, this is actually a Robert Burns poem. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we'll come. We'll we'll come back to it. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a text from uh, Steve six four seven. Frank is right about coming out of the cinema feeling like you're in the film. Mm. Saw Fast and Furious years ago and got a speeding ticket on the way home. Uh, also saw Legend a few weeks ago and had the urge to put on a suit and go and attack someone with a hammer in a pub. No, but when we <laughs> used to come out of um, Kung Fu films, like Kung Fu the Head Crusher, I remember us <laughs> like... throwing ourselves about like that. Yeah. Deaf Mute Heroine, she does a backflip onto a first-story balcony. Don't try that at home. Congratulations, well done. We've all got our talents. Yeah. Kevin Mitchell has tweeted us, to, to set, well, he's tweeted me specifically saying, Tell Frank I'm at a fall gig right now in New Zealand. 
any requests, he won't play them. <laughs> no, I know he won't. <laughs> and there's a picture of an empty stage. So I'm assuming there's been some technical difficulties. Well, it'll be that moment before, yeah. that, you know, that moment before a gig. Oh, yeah. When, they're, you know, they're about to... That's fantastic. It's one of the great moments in life mm-hmm. when you're at a gig and you think, any minute now. Well, you say that. I've been to a full gig with you. Yes. And he came on. We went Daisy, didn't we? And, um... You summed it up, Frank. He just kept turning his back to the audience. He looked like he was doing the washing up. <laughs> is how you described it. <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say he was that fast about the audience. No. <laughs> but that's all right. I love him for that. No, I'd sort of do as well. Uh, Kevin also says he asked for Steak Place and he doesn't look happy. No, he won't, he, he won't get a request out of him. Oh, mm. really? Um, uh, we've also had an email... F- uh, entitled Kevin Beresford, which, as you may remember, yeah, is it was the Kevin. Moment. It's a Kevin fest. Was that Kevin, Kevin at the yeah. fall? Yeah, yeah Kevin. Uh, the email's titled Kevin Beresford. Hi, Frank and the team. I'm an academic in the field of psychogeography, the oh. aesthetics of urban space, and I thought you'd like to know that he is highly regarded in my own field, especially for the work he's done on roundabouts and car parks. Uh, I would wow. go so far as to say is that he is an honorary and an honorary psychogeographer, even though he may not describe himself that way. He's also highly entertaining. You should try and get him on your show. I like the well, sound we don't, of We banned guests some time ago. Yeah, I'm not sure about <laughs> guests. Especially not guests that spend their time taking photographs of post boxes in Wales and, <laughs> and roundabouts and car parks. I feel like he'd be too much in my but bit no, of a Venn diagram for no what man, I bring to the no show. No man is a traffic island. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like the idea of psychogeography. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I do. That's it. I'm going to dedicate my life to it. Well, that's that sort. I've been looking for something to dedicate my life to. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I need to talk to you about the Euromillions couple's dog, who discovered a second lottery-winning ticket. That thing. Yeah, mm. that thing. Mm. I mean, that is a good dog, isn't it? They'd left the ticket in the it's car. A- in a car full of clutter. They yeah. won 150k. Yeah, so they're pretty high, excited, like, mm. giddy, one might say. Yes, about, skittish. Oh, not, not the dog, the no. people, the people yes, were. Yes, yes, yeah. imagine, 150 grand, ping. Yeah. You've got Boom. a pose with the giant check. And then yeah. the dog gets in the car. The car. Mm-hmm. Somehow... Uh, Jumps about a bit or j- Joggles at a book a bit. Yeah. And, and another um, ticket falls out with the same numbers on. Because it turns out they buy the same numbers every week and they hadn't communicated Is that allowed, to each then, other? two people in the, with the same name? I didn't know that was allowed. What, to do what? Well, buy these lottery tickets. I buy think it should be restricted ticket. to one per family. Do you? No, no. Yes. no. You've got to spread the wealth. Look, I, I, you know the concept of a lottery? Have you, uh, <laughs> You know... Yeah, funnily enough, it's not something I do. <laughs> well, I... You know, I'm because long... I don't want I to cock my leg up and hold a glass of champagne. <laughs> okay. No, but that's what they make you do. No, Why I can't do that. you just win I'd it and that. go back to your life? I'd do that for I, 300 I, grand. I, I was disappointed, but I've, I, I'd sort of got to like this couple at the beginning of the story, mm. but at the end there was a picture of them squirting champagne the I way know. people feel. They, if you give them, they have to squirt it. Oh, and I really? think, you know... You say, I think we'll call it almost champagne. Well, whatever it was, I'm sure so many people who can't afford it. Mm. Right. Looked at that picture yeah. and thought, oh, I'd have loved a nice glass of champagne, but it's just gone on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Why do people have to do that? Give them a bottle of champagne and say, just say thank you very much. 
Now, Formula One. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've seen it now. I've seen the shake and champagne <laughs> shooting out. They do it in the nightclubs. The rappers do it, Frank. Do they? Do they? Mm, they love it. I used to work in nightclubs. I wouldn't enjoy... You used to work in nightclubs? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Well, <laughs> it's the first day out of it. Barman. Barman and, you know, so I wouldn't well, have I enjoyed having an escort. to... I wouldn't have had to... <laughs> I wouldn't have enjoyed mopping up after some... Uh, what were the clubs like? ...ne'er-do-well rap stars sp- spraying champagne all over the gaff. They God, like, so a, they a, they like a Corvoisier. Pasta Corvoisier. <laughs> Buster <good>. Rhymes. <laughs> I saw him live, Buster Rhymes. Well, you went through a rap period, I did, I did go through quite a big rap Remember period. Lovely. Yeah, um, but I, I, I... No, I don't like that. But the, it did make me think that maybe magic does exist, did this it? story. Well, it's a bit of a coincidence. Well, we'll we'll delve. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Come on, a dog finds a second lottery ticket. If this was medieval times, that dog would be publicly burned. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to be suspicious that there was something going on. You think so? Well, isn't it a bit weird? I thought the strangest thing was that they said they were looking forward to spending the money and they want to have some getaways with the dogs. <laughs> Take your dogs on holiday. Well, Weird, I weirdos. Dog, I think the dog could uh, <laughs> could be claim seventy five grand minimum, having found the ticket. Yeah, maybe even the could full, be the yeah, could be the next llama that dog. I think. Uh, <sighs> Do you believe in reincarnation? That's <laughs> the whole story. No, I, I say YOLO. Isn't a. Uh, isn't the eccentric bit the fact that they get a lottery ticket and think, oh, where should we keep this? Should we put it under a magnet on the fridge door or in our wallet? Oh, no, let's put it in a catalogue <laughs> in the car <laughs> and then have the dogs jump about. Like, why would you do that? Oh, no, I just catalog keep, I keep it under a magnet on my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No confusion. Then. Come to think also, of it. Are you going to use that <laughs> scratch card later? <laughs> Because, because they've had two wins, they actually got oh, yeah. two big checks. Did you see that? Oh, Did they? They were standing it. with two oh. big checks. They could have made a garage door out of the out of them if they put yeah, them together. Yeah, they had to take forty catalogues out of the car to fit it in the boot. I mean, what yeah. you've got? I'm sorry to go on about this check thing, but <laughs> if I was forced to do that, I'd say, okay, if you want your check photo, I will do it. But I will do it in two months from now when I've. Got had the money and I can get myself sorted, as it were, in time for the photos. Well, no, but you don't want to see well-dressed people winning the lottery. That's what breaks people's hearts. <laughs> Au contraire. Want, those well, are the most seen photos of me. I want to look affluent and nice in them. I know, but you want you want people to think, oh, that could have been, you know, remember that? It could be you. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I would I would use the double check to, to make a garage door. <laughs> Um, what what do you think the local <laughs> crime prevention officer would make of that <laughs> as a choice? <laughs> My lottery winner's door. <laughs> do you still get crime prevention officers, Daisy? Why are you looking at Daisy? <laughs> so I just, I'm just trying to... I'm so happy I could move that far in the chair without pain. Oh. No, I know. But you'll see, yes. So, yeah, I think the dog could possibly be in league with the devil. Yeah. I'm Frank, I'm going down to the fat doctor soon. Do you want me to have a word? No. Preston. Okay. I can't. Well, I can't. I'm going there in a few weeks. Well, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. For being, like you thank you that. for your loyalty. <laughs> 
Do, I'll tell you what this does. You know, I've always been a grand hater of people who say stuff. Oh, it's like that episode of Seinfeld. Yes, yes you hate that. But there is, is an episode... Fairly often. So. There yeah. is an episode of The Simpsons when he decides to spend... He, he draws out the family savings because mm. he, he decides if you had 70,000... Um, lottery tickets that would really increase your chances of winning. Yeah. And then he gets the same numbers on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a terrible thing when after the big arguments and all that, he goes into the room to listen to the lottery and, and you hear him obviously not winning and you hear a number and he goes, Doh! And oh. you hear another number and he goes, Doh! <laughs> but best of all, after about four numbers, they read one out and he goes, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it was the u- human tragedy of hope. <laughs> Hope in the face of hopelessness. Anyway, thank you so much for listening this morning. And, um, you know, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.